0: Kenny. Well, that. that. He messaged me before because obviously Kenny it looks after Twitter and Instagram. the socials, mate, social, Socials, socials, socials. Social. Um, he said, Someone's reached out to us on Instagram, shall we say, as a brand ambassador for a company that sells sunglasses. And they said, Oh, we love your feed which which straight away makes me think it's just a standard email. <laughs> but she said, I love Copy your feed. Page. Yeah. She said, um, my name is and so I love your feed. I'd love to give you some free sunglasses. So he told me what one maker is and I went online and I was like, the photographs of the people on there are really good looking people. <laughs> and I'm like you really want they want wear-? us to
1: advertise their sunglasses
0: <laughs> just, like they're like all pages just like models Kenny could do it though models wearing sunglasses and then you and me <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the old guys from the Muppets yeah brilliant it was just I was
0: like mm, yeah we'll get we'll get back to them fair enough The messages in the post shall we say
1: we'll wait for the next offer yeah
0: yeah I was like what, what would we what would you sell out to?
1: What would I sell out to? Yeah. Oh. Pretty much a lot. Cereal. So yeah, that would <laughs> cereal would be good one. Crisps. Yeah, crisps.
0: A popcorn would be a good one.
1: Not in the movies though. We've had this conversation. <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to Watch It If You Can. My name is Liam. My name is Dave. This podcast is all about box sets we've created of our favourite films and TV shows. Some you've seen, some you won't, and others you may never want to watch. However, we can say, if you've never seen 24, damn it! All we want to do is chat on about these films and TV shows we love so dearly, and maybe, just maybe, you should watch it if you can. Dave, Liam, evening. You alright? I'm alright. I was just thinking, last episode we were here, it was snowing outside, wasn't it? It It was, was, it was miserable, yeah. Yeah, and now it's like a lovely sunny evening. I could have wore shorts walking in. I'm glad you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually I did have my shorts on the other day. I did. Uh, And your
1: sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) Did he do prescriptions on glasses? <laughs> we can only ask, can't we?
0: How are you, anyway? I'm
1: all right, yeah, I'm good.
0: Right, funny, I'm taking my glasses off now because I can't read in my glasses, as in close up. This is this is a problem as you get older. I, I need my glasses for distance. But when I something close up, I'm like... Mm.
1: I've got mine because I'm reading my notes off my phone. So, so you, also, you, you, you took you, yours you, off and I put mine on.
0: It's just, it's like two ships passing...
1: In in an old people's home.
0: (laughs) Right, okay. So let's dive straight in. It is episode three of Box Set 2. And Dave, what is the choice?
1: So I've gone animation this week. I've gone with the Iron Giant.
0: It's actually our first animation, isn't it? Paddington 2 had anime. It's not an. It's not That's an animated That's what I mean. But it's the first it. animated film we've had. So yeah,
1: it's far, the isn't? first full-on animated film. Um, it's a uh, 1999 animated sci-fi fiction film. Um, sci-fi fiction film that makes no sense. Science fiction film. Um, it's directed by Brad Bird. It was his directorial debut. We'll talk about Brad Bird as we go along. But it's based on a 1968 novel, The Iron Man, by Ted Hughes. And it was set in 1957, which is two years before Stand By Me. I did.
0: I literally wrote one of the things, up, the 50s vibe again, and then I put notes, Stand By Me. So what?
1: when we do our list, I do five, Liam does five. It's purely kind of random. We just mixed them yeah, up. So yeah. we did Frasier first, which stars John Mahoney. Yes. Then we did Stand By Me, which is set in the 50s. Now we're doing the Iron Giant, set in the 50s, starring John Mahoney it's like it is we didn't plan it no no um so it is yeah it's set during the cold war and basically a a big object crashes from space in the ocean it's just off maine it ends up in this small town uh rockwell where this nine-year-old uh called hogarth hughes basically finds a, a 50 foot tall alien robot um what i didn't know was in the 80s um Pete Townshend from The Who?
0: I did. That was one of the things I thought. I was like, yeah. oh,
1: that would have been interesting. Yeah, so he, he he made the book into like a concept album. It came out, um, it was called Iron Man, A Musical in 1989. And then in, in 1994, it was made into an actual musical that you could go see.
0: Oh, that would be interesting. i to see if we can uh, find any footage. Would, would it be footage on YouTube with that, if it was... Oh, probably not. Like some really really, really poor camcorder footage.
1: Yeah, we need to find someone who's got a VHS of it or something. Okay then. So, why is it your choice? I wanted an animated movie. Um, I I mean, I love cartoons and always have. um, Watched them, obviously, as a kid. Watched them with my kids. Still watch them as an adult. Um, I know I'll always watch them. Um, I don't like... The idea that you grow out of cartoon nope. movies. Nope. You know, people stop watching them as an adult. I don't understand it. To me, a good movie is a good movie, yeah. isn't it? Um, and this is a good movie, you know, it's only you know, it's only an only hour twenty-six minutes long, according to Google. Um, that's perfect for a kid's film. It's great,
0: it's a great yeah. time,
1: isn't it? Especially if you go on the cinema. Because if you're taking kids to the cinema, yeah. getting them to sit for a long film. Um, so it's it's perfect. Um Again, another reason to put it on the list is the backstory behind it. So The Iron Man um, was written by Ted Hughes. It was a poet in 1968. He wrote the novel for his children uh, to comfort them after their mother um, committed suicide. Sylvia Plath. Uh, you know a little bit about more than me. Yeah, I, I, I
0: loved the book as a kid. It was one of my... Favorite. It was one of the few books I do re- remember going back and reading a few times. It was... It was one of remember when we were in junior school we used to give you we did read it in junior school and remember we used to do class read where we yeah teach you, it was one of the books i vividly oh, yeah. remember it because it was in mrs west's class so it was <laughs> in third year juniors pull that yeah miss west um but i do remember i loved it that much i bought it from memories to send the magazines with the books and he all oh, the books, and he'd come a yeah, few yeah. weeks later. And I ordered it. I def I ordered it from. This. Is that one of the ones you had? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. where uh, that is now, then. Don't know. I absolutely. I adored the book, and it wasn't until doing the research for this, it was, it was Ted Hughes who wrote it. And I'm not a big lover of pow- poetry, but I do know Ted Hughes, the poet laureate, for like from up um, until very recently. So which is like an honour bestowed upon like someone who's like basically really good <laughs> <don't> know, basically <laughs> the Queen says you're my poet laureate and he's like alright then <laughs> um, but yeah now Sylvia Plath I do know I went out with a girl years ago who was a massive um I don't really want to say fan of Sylvia Plath um, but she's really influential in, in feminist poetry apparently she's credited for Self commentary type poetry from right. it. It's it, it's quite um, it's quite honest and open type poetry. But so she was she did suffer from mental health problems. So yeah, she did commit suicide. Um and also when I first moved to London, which would be like oh god, two thousand and seven, I think it was the flat where we had just off Primrose Hill. Um, literally round the corner was the house where she lived in. Just before she committed suicide. As right. well. So it was always sort of like it always like yeah. stuck in my mind about that. Um so when again researching it, it popped into like I realised it was Ted Hughes and I was like, I didn't know. It was like one of them things as a kid that I loved.
1: So the, the yeah, the ba- the backstory to the to the book and then the, you know Pete Townsend being involved in a musical yeah. as well. Um yeah. So that that's definitely why but it's, it's, it's on the list. It's weird because it's... I can't remember. Is the book set in Britain? now? I'm oh. not sure because I don't. I I don't remember reading the book
0: at all. I see. This is a bit. I can't remember. And I can't remember. Was it a British? Was because I know when he released the book in America, he did change the name to Iron Giant but, yeah, as
1: well. It, it, like I say, it's originally Iron Man, isn't it? And yeah, it's, it's you know Iron Giant's the, the name we all know it as. But um, yeah, I don't remember reading it, but I've obviously seen the film multiple. Multiple times.
0: But one of the things I really loved about the film is, because I I did see the film a long time ago, and it's one of them films I've seen bits over the years, now when it's been on TV or something, so actually to sit down and watch it all from start to finish, Uh, the other night was quite enjoyable, is I loved the whole Cold War, like backstory, the paranoia, the, the politics... It, again, which,
1: the Chuck and Cover video. Yeah, you know, it's,
0: it's ridiculous, isn't it? Oh my god! And it's again; those themes are still relevant now with everything that's going on. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's it's still that paranoia. And in fact, it was in 1999 when it was made. It was like it was just before, obviously, nine uh, eleven. A couple of years, ago. but there was that that paranoia has never left. American politics no not at all so it's a really great film it's a good choice so obviously it's animated so who's who does the voices in it
1: well before we do the voices let's talk a little bit about Brad Bird oh okay big Brad Bird fan um so the reason that I'm a big big fan of his is um not only did he work on um Batteries Not Included and
0: w- was he the writer?
1: Yeah, so yeah. he wrote the screenplay for Batteries Not Included and he did two episodes of Amazing Stories for Steven Spielberg as well. So big tick already.
0: Wasn't he Simpsons yeah, involved? So as well? he joined
1: The Simpsons. He was a creative consultant for eight seasons. And you know, we love The Simpsons, but I can't even I mean, the, try. The I'm going to say The Simpsons.
0: <laughs> um I'm guessing it would be the age when it was really good. I'm guessing with the age, with the time he worked on the Simpsons, yeah, I because got, I did notice he directed the Do the Batman video.
1: Also, oh, really early then. Yeah, there. yeah. So um, he
0: was. He, I think he's heavily involved. So especially them couple of them, late like, I think, Simpsons series two, three to about eleven are just the best years. I wonder if, how many of them years he was involved in.
1: Yeah, we'd have to check because yeah. I think probably the simpsons probably something we're going to have to talk about at some point as yeah. um if he was there when like conan o'brien was there and stuff they yeah. were all the, they were all the, like really good episodes but um he obviously then moved to pixar and he wrote and directed the incredibles um 2004 and then matatiri oh, um NFL. 2007 they both got um academy Award, nom- uh, awards awards for uh, best animated feature and best original screenplay nominations, Um and then he did Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, which is so random because yeah. it's
0: the most. It's like because I remember looking at his, his filmography. On. Oh,
1: it yeah. was like no. When you're like, oh, huh? I think they just looked at maybe the action in the Incredibles, and then obviously his writing as well. And for yeah. all, if, can you get them two together on the big screen? What he did do as well was uh, Tomorrowland, yes, with George Clooney. That is a really good film.
0: I've never seen it.
1: It's really good, but it's considered a bit of a flop because I think it costs something like hundred odd million, and it didn't, you know, it didn't quite make the money. Um, but it's definitely worth checking out. You know, that's me. As much as Love Brad Bird, if I could recommend something, it's Tomorrowland because everyone's already seen Incredibles. Probably yeah. everyone's probably yeah. already seen Um Go and check out Tomorrowland, it's really, it's definitely, um, and, definitely worth and watching. And plus,
0: we love George Clooney.
1: I'm yeah. big Clooney fans, aren't we? Um, I'm going to probably pronounce this wrong, because we're great yeah. with our pronunciations. <laughs> I
0: saw this on the board. Oh, I'm so glad yeah.
1: it's not my choice this week. Ali do we think it is? I reckon, I reckon that's a good shout. We need to start checking this, don't we? <laughs> Eli, is it Eli?
0: Could
1: be Eli, yeah. Yeah, I'll, yeah cut. Yeah. Eli, <laughs> Eli, Memple, he's Hogarth. Um, probably only really known as maybe Stifler's brother it's, in uh, American Pie yeah, 2. Yeah. yeah, he does a lot of voiceovers, but American Pie 2 he's in. Um, the voice of the Iron himself themselves, Vin Diesel, is also the voice of Groot Yeah, uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Probably known from all the Faster Than Furious movies. Um, we, we love them as well, don't we? See, I,
0: it was amazing. You hadn't watched them till I,
1: I hadn't seen them till the lockdown. And I watched them all back to back, and and the Hobbs and Shaw. Because I
0: remember telling you for ages, watched them because I love, I love the. Fast I seen the, and the first Shorries. one
1: when the first one came out.
0: It, it was okay. Yeah. See, I wrote down here, the fast, the fast franchise. When it reboots from four, five, and six, those three films are the best three films in the in in, in the franchise. They are. Just because they have a reboot, don't they? And you? And sort of mix yeah, it but you do some amazing stuff from like pulling stories back and forth. Oh, they're just uh, they're, It's pure
1: just the awesome. pure cinema movies oh, are the it. Fast I love loving fast and furious. And
0: he is Fast and Furious.
1: Yeah, he's he, 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 he's the man. who's yeah. doing this, um, but obviously in Saving Private Ryan as well. Yeah. Um. But my recommendation is the Boiler Room.
0: I've oh, never seen that. So
1: that's from two thousand. It's got Ben Affleck, Giovanni BBC and it's loosely inspired, uh, inspired by um, Jordan Belfort. No, They did the Martin Scorsese Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, okay. It's a re- that's a really good film, and and that's a film where because he'd done a few like pitch black and a few action things, you'd be like. Is he just an action star? But if you watch that, he is really like he's a really good actor as well. Though. What's it called again? Uh, it's called Boiler Room.
0: Boiler Room. Okay, I dig that it's one. Definitely else. worth
1: checking out. Um, Hogarth's mum Annie is played by Jennifer Aniston, who you know she's always going to be known as Rachel from Friends. Um, but if you haven't seen them, Harbour Bosses, We're the Millers. Yeah. You know, go go watch her in them. Um, i I'm going to chuck in Office Space. Oh, Office Space! Oh, such Great. Yeah. a good cool
0: film, I and mean, she's fantastic in that as well. Which again, Office Space is written and directed by Mike Judge, who went and did King of the Hill. Yeah, so little animation, Ring <laughs>
1: little character. <around. loop. laughs> <laughs> um, Dean is played by Harry Connick Jr. Uh, you'll, you know, you'll. Known for singing, he sold thirty million yeah. uh, records. Uh, but he was in Independence Day. He was. Uh, he was in an episode of Cheers.
0: You, I saw that as well. Yeah.
1: Uh, but my recommendation is Copycat. It's from nineteen ninety five with Sigourney Weaver.
0: See, I got PS. I love you. The it's a Gerard but a f- film, isn't it? I know. You hate him, Apple. I know, man. but I, do, I quite like. I, <laughs> I'm a little sucker on the side for romcom. Like, so like. for a romcom. Yeah, he's in that, but he's not. The, he's not. Right. He's like a sort of a sidekick.
1: Well, like. he's the bad guy in copycat, um, so he's definitely weird. Because
0: he, he he did quite a lot around the '90s and that, and then he sort of like, did he just sort of get fed up with acting? And, and, I'm not sure don't. because
1: he pops up in like Will and Grace and a few other yeah, things
0: he's, as he's well. Been really role in yeah, he's good Karen Rowan and Will
1: and Grace, hasn't he? Um, He's really good in this. Yeah. Um Character Kent Mansley, who's uh, played by Christopher McDonald, who is Shooter McGavin Got from that. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> he was in an episode of Cheers. Yes. Uh And he's also, my recommendation. uh He's only in seven episodes, but Boardwalk Empire. He's he's also in The Sopranos as well. I'm trying to is I
0: saw it. I was trying to Google earlier before he came. He is in, and I think I was trying to. Now when Christopher goes to try and make a film, yeah, he's involved. Oh, I think he he's like, involved in that. He's story. like a I'm not studio producer, or uh, something. yeah. I'm not 100% sure, but I was like, I was trying to picture him in Sopranos. I can't I picture him in
1: a, Sopranos, but I do remember him in Boardwalk Empire.
0: But my shout is a um, Robert Redford film quiz show with a hell of a cast. He's oh, I in, seen that in that. for a long that time, it's really good. He's if you want to dig that one else, I was like, ooh, he has been an everything and all sorts of, and he's got one of the when you go down his filmography Christopher McDonald's. Yeah. Like, wow he's like like from by Rider to like Lump Boat and things like that he's <laughs> like, just, just like he, cheers it, it, yeah he's, he's done everything
1: Um Gemma Vogards is played by John Mahoney who we spoke about Two episodes ago, you know, he's Martin and Fraser, Fraser's Frasier's dad. Also in an episode of Cheers. Yes. <laughs> another one. <laughs> uh, but my recommendation for John Mahoney that we didn't do last time is, and this is another loop, Eight Men Out from um, 1988 with John Cusack from Stand By Me. Ah,
0: uh, see. Oh, it's all it's all coming together. <laughs> all right, so they're the voice actors in it. What about character? What's your favourite character in it?
1: I've gone with Dean. I know this isn't a character that was in the book and he's been added in, but Harry Connick Jr. is so good in this. Yeah. Um, but there's even scenes where he's not. I think it's the scenes. This is going to sound bad now because I've just said how good he is. The scenes where he's not speaking <laughs> on screen, the character's so good. So there's the scene where the squirrel's in his pants. Yeah, yeah. And he's in the diner and, you know, he, he sort of says to everyone he apologises and open, opens his pants. That's really funny. And also when the Iron Giant copies Hogarth doing the cannonball. And he's just sitting there with the newspaper and he looks up and there's a big time wave. So he just lifts the newspaper. (laughs) Yeah. I think he says something like no more fun today or something. Um, I just think he's a really, he's a really good character.
0: See, I, I, we we mentioned it before, but I'd pick Dean as my favorite character as well. And also just because he's a beatnik. So he's just so damn cool for a start. Rides a motorbike. He's an artist. He's just, he's got the little beard going on. Um, but also, I think it's quite important in the film and the fact that he he's the voice of the of the new generation, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? Which is quite important because um, Christopher McDonald's character is that like
1: He's the government official? Yeah, isn't he?
0: but it's it he represents that age where they were just like so obsessed with the Russians and they were going to get invaded and blah, blah blah. Whereas the beatniks were the famous, like, oh man. <laughs> it's just, so think he was an he, artist, was Yeah, he. yeah. So it was quite, and obviously the fifties and sixties was a massive cultural revolution in America. So he, I just think he's quite an important character. The, you know, he's the vo- he's basically the voice of the kids.
1: Yeah. In, in the film. Yeah, and then, you know, obviously his relationship with O'Garth's really good in it as well, yeah. isn't it? And you know, he, he, he takes sort of like they let the Iron eyed stay in yeah. his, his yard and stuff. So I appreciate he's not a character from the book, but in the it's, film.
0: But if we were doing a podcast about books, then yeah. I'd pull you up on that day for we are doing. <laughs> <laughs> but, <it's> about... <laughs> but you're okay, because we're doing a podcast about films.
1: And he is in the film. He's in the film.
0: <laughs> okay, then. So what are our favourite scene?
1: Oh, So there's a few. So I've gone with more of a funnier one, because I'll end up crying if we talk about any other one. So the whole you stay, I'll go scene. Yeah, yeah. Is, is brilliant, isn't it? Uh, or even when they find the deer you know, after it's been shot, oh, yeah, I think yeah. that's a really good scene. Um, there's, there's there's two there's two really good scenes, I think, that when Iron Giant first shoots the lasers at the first time, and again, this is why I like Dean, and Dean's telling him to go away. Yeah. And he is just trying to do the right thing, but it's the face on the Iron Giant. He's like, when he realises what he's done. Yeah. And he's, um you know, he he, he does leave, doesn't he? And then it's Dean, that convinces Hogarth. Well, he doesn't convince him, so he says he'll take him. Um but they them scenes are really good but my overall favourite scene is probably when Hogarth's having the dinner with his mum and realises the hands yeah. in the kitchen. <laughs> you know, so she says like do grace and he's like going He's like meant to say Oh my God and he sees the thing, and he's like, Oh my god But yeah. then he's like trying to turn it into you know, he's trying to get the attention of the robot but trying to say grace at the same time And it but it comes back to what we've spoke about on the podcast a few times, that it's the farce element, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, he's trying to get the robots out. Um, you know, he tries to distract them by, like, throwing a coin, which ends up knocking the whole shelf off the wall. Then he opens the door and, um, and Kent he's there and he just slams the door in yeah, his face. It's, and- it's
0: really, because it's, it's really good the way the robot's attached his hand and it becomes like the the, the, the character is in the hand then. Yeah, because
1: the hand's and, watching the TV yeah, at one yeah. point, isn't it?
0: And that's what I thought was really good about it because even though it's it's only the hand, of it was still the personality of the Iron Giant was still there, which was... a miniature version of the... Yeah, I don't know thing. how he managed to do it. I just it.
1: really like that scene. It's like pure kind of almost Spielberg type, what you'd expect. It's like, it's funny, isn't it? And then, um, yeah, that's my favourite scene. See, Did you have
0: one? I picked out... um. A little bit similar to actually but the scene where Hogarth and Dean fill the army into thinking it was a sculpture in in a, sculpture. in a barn, and it was just like, yeah, stick it in the <laughs> man. It's just really, it's just really well done because the pre, the the, the, the build up to it is he's having a stare off with 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 the oh, I keep forgetting the uh, the the Christopher McDonald's character's name in it, Ken. Ken. The stare off. He's like, I'm watching you tonight, Hogarth, and they're both like that in bed, and he eventually goes to sleep, and he gets out. He must have fills them into getting out and they hide they hide them, don't he, before yeah. he gets up there. And I just loved the bit where the open and as soon as you open the bar before you see it, I knew and I remember there's like, yeah, he's just sat, like all dressed up with the sculpture. Yeah, there's all bits around yeah. and stuff, isn't there? And also the nice little bit just before that, where Dean Actually, when Hogarth comes back to the scrapyard of earlier and he's got Iron Giant helping him do the big sculpture with, like, it's spinning round or something like that. Yeah, because he
1: wrecks one first, doesn't yeah, he? And yeah, And then he, he fixes it and it's actually better than, than what it was. And then so. he
0: comes back later and he's actually got it because got done a big, massive sculpture of all the cars tailing round. Yeah. So he's like, okay, oh, really? yeah, it a bit of use,
1: Well, another scene that I, I, I did mention, but I do like it, when um he picks Hogarth up in the car and he's spinning around. like yeah. It's like a fairground ride, it's just... Their the whole, the whole relationship's whole as but well. But what
0: about, it? just because of just a couple of things I wrote down about it, although it was 1999, and although at the time, you know, we'd already had Toy Story, I think the first Shrek film might have already been on, it's, it's quite classical animated look, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's like old old style kind of Disney, yeah. isn't it? I know there's a bit of a mix of the, yeah. the, the, the kind of different styles of animation. And it was Warner yeah.
0: Bros Animation who did it as well. They we obviously have a big history of cartoons back in the day. But they haven't really, they've sort of been left in the shadows a little bit compared to like Disney and Pixar, haven't they?
1: Yeah, and that, we'll probably come to that when we talk about kind of the impact, really, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I like that animation style. I mean, I do like, you know, I do like the Pixar style and I do you know all, of, to be honest, if a, if a film is a good film,
0: yeah,
1: I think that's all that kind of matters, doesn't it? And yeah. like, say it comes back to the whole adult saying, I don't watch cartoons, well, you're missing out. Yeah, all, so all, all you doing, all you doing is depriving yourself of, of of an amazing film all day long.
0: Well, what about their musical? What about the score in it? Uh,
1: so um, Michael Kamen apparently composed the film's score. Um, he's not someone I've come across before. I'll be honest, no. but it was performed by the Czech Philharmonic. Um, so the, yeah, it's it it's absolutely fine. I think there's, the music, certainly at the end, is good. I don't know if you're gripped by it, but I do really, uh, I do enjoy it.
0: What about um,
1: do do do? What would you change? So the music, (laughs) music. (laughs) not against the score. I think the score is absolutely fine. But what I think it is because we had Stand By Me the other week.
0: You literally just thought that as soon as you've said it, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's you could have had more fifties music. I think I know the reason. I'm going to tell you in a minute. But I just think it's set in the fifties. You you had scenes in a diner. You've got scenes with like Hogarth. You know, kind of. You know, and, and the Iron Giant playing. I think you, you know, we had like every day Billy, um, Billy Holiday is Billy isn't it? Um, Not Billy Holly. Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly. Yeah, Buddy Holly every day. You've obviously got yeah. Stand By Me stuff. So there's big, like, really good, it's a great soundtrack, Stand By yeah. Me. And this has got a really good score, but it could have had a really good. Just so they just lifted it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and I think what it is, is Brad Baird said himself they had one third of the money of a Disney or DreamWorks film and half of the production schedule. Yeah. And I was looking at this and no Thunderstruck from ACDC. Yeah. How much do you think it costs to have that? It's
0: it's a lot of money to include because this is why you don't hear many Beatles songs and films. When you think about how yeah. big, because. Just costs You've got its
1: millions, isn't it? Half a million. Yeah, yeah. So it's in the Iron Man 2 trailer. It's not even in the Iron Man 2 films. So half a million pound they spent on the music for the trailer. It's in Deadpool 2 as well. It's in uh, Battleship. So I just think... They probably just yeah. didn't have the money, so it's it's a bit of a harsh criticism to say they could have had more music in, because cause it sounds like Bad Bird's hands were tired, tired just getting the yeah. film made, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and in the time that they made it as well, so that's me one. That's one harsh criticism I think, not only can do about. Um, this one I don't know if you're going to agree with, but I don't know if you need to see. The Iron Giant in Iceland at the end. Ah, uh, yeah. I I wasn't sure if you were gonna agree. I think you could just have Hogarth in bed with the and little the screw the starts little, to light yeah, up. Yeah, I'm I'm totally And with maybe you on it that. cuts to Hogarth's
0: face and it goes off. Or just literally in with you turn round and when he comes back, turns back on his bed, the box was flipped over on the side and it was gone. Yeah. I think that would have been enough for me. I would have So again
1: yeah, You already know, listeners, spoilers on this episode, on all of our episodes. We're talking about the you know, the the films and kind of in detail. There is a scene, Iron Giant goes up, doesn't he? Gets hit by a, a nuclear missile. Well, he doesn't explodes. get hit. Well, so he, he sacrifices himself, yeah, doesn't yeah. he? Because um, we haven't even talked about the fact that he puts the Superman no logo yeah, on at yeah. one point. Um, and obviously he's blown to pieces.
0: I just realised, isn't it like the same storyline as Iron Man in The Avengers?
1: The sacrifice, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. Oh, so like, I'm, come, I'm going to come to them as well. It just does. It just hit, yes, it just hit you, it hit me yeah. when I was watching it as well.
1: So, yeah, it makes the Iron Giant sacrifice itself, so it ends up split up. But, yeah, there is that scene, isn't it? So, essentially, if you haven't seen it, what happens is one, a part that Hogarth's got to screw. Starts to light up, and we know previously in the film the Iron Giant can pull himself back together. So, we just start seeing all. Which was the point
0: of Ted Hughes's when he wrote the book was for his kids that we can fix ourselves. That was the point. That was the reason he wrote the book. Yeah. Of following obviously the suicide of their mom, which uh, yeah. Again, when that is added to it, it's It's so sad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
1: But I just think the scene where you see all the clips and uh, sorry, all the bits. And, and we, the Iron yeah. Giants heads kinda of, I think what maybe might have been more better is is just that. Just Hogarth's in bed. As you said, either the box ten. or I just think the screw just lights up and you see Hogarth's face yeah. and he because Hogarth clicks then doesn't he that he's okay and and uh, yeah, that's my that's my see criti- not not criticism, but I would I would have slightly yeah, changed. It's it's a tough one. The only thing I would put down is
0: um I just think Annie is so underused in the story and obviously <laughs> Jennifer Aniston does a great job with the voice I feel like she's almost just I think there was more to her character that she I think she was stronger and she could have been involved a little bit more I just thought she was underused Mm. a little bit do you think she could have
1: been the dean?
0: yeah I think so there could have been a part she could have took a little bit more of that that role in the Mm. film and made a few of them choices that that resulted in whatever happened I just feel like she was being in mind, she was a single mum in the 50s working, like bringing up a son for her to do what she does. She's quite a strong character, mm-hmm.
1: and I just thought, well, although oh, thinking about it, maybe that's why she's not in it as much because that was to prove the point that she wasn't always around, was yeah, she? Cause she was, yeah. But the stuff. whole bit oh, at the end
0: where the her and Dean are together, she's just sort of standing bound, standing there in a few of the later scenes, yeah, I'm with you. and I'm like, she's, she's not just. The mom, she's actually a really good character. She was quite well written character and for. Just was little, she was a little underused, and obviously fantastic performance by Jennifer mm. Aniston. I think she's she is underrated as an actress. We all know she's amazing at comedy, but it's a good performance. What about impact or legacy of the film, or that have not already ruined?
1: <laughs> so, the, the, I mean, the disappointing thing is it only grossed thirty one million, um, which had a budget of fifty million. So it was considered a big. Yeah. Flop for Warner Brothers, and it's it sort of from what I understand reading into it, it was just really bad. Poor marketing. Um, well, the, the bit that I, it
0: seemed to me to, from what I read was Warner Bros weren't even expecting it to be a hit.
1: No, because what happened is they'd had a film um the year before called Quest for Camelot, which was a big flop, and I think Iron Giant suffered on the back of that. If you think about the way I was thinking about it was with Solo on the back of Last Jedi. Yeah. I know Last Jedi was like, bought at a billion, but it divided everyone. Yeah. Solo come out in the like the May, rather than the December after. And there wasn't enough time in between. And I think with this, people had seen that Warner Brothers quest for Camelot. Didn't enjoy it. And then they released another movie the year later. Didn't advertise it very well. But it um, test
0: scored really strong. Critically, it was really strong. It was yeah. just like kids film it's a marketing it's it's it's, it's what we mentioned the time with the toys the time with the cereals the time don't of, think it
1: I don't think it had any of that with
0: your, with your mcdonald's your Burger yeah. King or whatever that that that, that mm. that's how it works it, it, it is it, it,
1: it didn't have from my understand any of that all the things that you said that you would expect mm. you know, we well, have more Pixar out everything don't you, you know yeah. you, you get your happy meal and it's plastered all over the side doesn't it um so, yeah, maybe Warner Brothers just didn't give it the treatment it deserved. I know it got re-released and done well on, on VHS and DVD. So it is a bit of a cult classic. And, you know, I think most people think of it as one of the best animation films. But I just yeah. think just because something flops on the cinema doesn't mean it's not good. We, we've seen it,
0: not even just just flops, for just because something doesn't make money. Doesn't mean it's a bad. No, film. No, and the thing is, what well, and, and likewise, something that makes a lot of money doesn't necessarily make it a good film either. No, it's
1: true. Um, you know, we didn't look at what came out kind of either side of that yeah. as well, because you know, obviously, you know, if if you you're a family of four, or five, or whatever, taking going to the cinema is expensive. And so if there's something out the week before. Yeah, you, so you might not. This is why don't.
0: studios. They pick their dates really like it's almost like not they don't clue to each other, but they look at each other and go, "What's what's they what the yeah. So you try to not clash on on big weeks, especially and especially with all children, especially with children family films. They go for the holiday periods, so like like the school yeah. ta- school off. So you're already narrowed down. So you right. it would be quite interesting to go back and actually see what was around before and after. It would be really interesting yeah. to see that.
1: I think well. What is important, though, is Ted Hughes, who we spoke about, you know, the original story's author, yeah. he actually died just before the film was released. Ah. But his daughter, Frieda Hughes, did see it and um, she loved it. So she if I did... was Bad Bird, that would be... Yeah, that would be... That would really be enough for me, show. you know. Um, but I do think the impression it made... I do think Iron Man, the first Iron Man, I think certainly copies the flying scene when... Iron Giants being chased by the planes and he pulls back and oh, shoots right oh, back.
0: Yeah, of course. I think that's straight from yeah. Iron Giants.
1: Yes. And then, like you say, the, the sacrifice at the end of the Avengers is just pure. It's Iron No, Giant, it's literally
0: it? like as soon as you were <laughs> talking about, I was like, oh my god, it's the it's it's Iron Man yeah. and the Avengers. So it's influenced it's, yeah,
1: some of your favourite
0: films without you even realising. See, I, I did mean I put there out of the grave all like, that. And I just feel like it's another conversation we've had going back to Warner Bros. executives, how much movie TV executives just ruin stuff sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> so, just don't get involved. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, you're meant to be experts
1: and you when, just mess up. When you think that Brad Baird then went to Pixar, made Ratatouille in Incredibles and Incredibles 2, and I think Incredibles 2 is still currently like the second highest gross. And, and- cartoon ever and and in the meantime one
0: of us animation I think I've made about two films since and does do we do? I I, I think one of them was a Batman one so obviously that was
1: I just I just think yeah interference and not not enough push on the marketing definitely yeah I mean and I think that's why it not
0: just our podcast but other podcasts other film lovers it's so important to 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 root round and dig out a couple of these little lost gems sometimes, and I wouldn't, wouldn't even say it's not even in a in a in a class of a lost gem as such, but it's so important that there is good stuff out there. If, yeah, you know.
1: don't read something to flop and think I don't want yes. to see yeah. that. See if you've got you got to go see it for yourself, haven't you? All, make, all you know, day long, make your own decision.
0: It's always like I not We've never had this conversation before, like I was thinking about it the other day. Is like when I see an IMD rating. It does influence me to to an element, but I always think anything anything lower than a five, I'm a bit mm, But like a six is
1: normally rock solid with me. If, I, see, I just don't look like the, like the the whole rotten tomatoes thing. I think oh, we I, did speak I, about before. I, I just don't get it. I don't and now know. You've, got, I don't, and you've does, got people review bombing films because of yeah, whatever. There's something in there. But a five
0: like. does seem to to align quite Yeah, with your, what you're doing. But you I do watch. notice like anything anything that would you say it's a six and all that. And in some of them sixes are really big flops and films that people think are actually rubbish. But actually a solid six is a good like I can sit and enjoy a film, and it's a six what it might not be is that you might go back and re watch it two or three times. But for an hour and a half it was boss. Yeah. yeah. And
1: there's there's definitely films that People don't like, I like, and vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you've, you, like I say, you can't. Don't look at the box office. Go, just go decide for yourself. Yeah. And this is definitely one of them. And you know, for anyone at the time, if I'd have seen this on the cinema, well, I would have at the time. Um. I would have told people how good it was. I'd have told people to go I'd see. I'd love. It, to, you know? I'd
0: love to think. Nineteen ninety nine. I was the year before I went to university. I think it's probably that that period where probably we, we we didn't go to the pictures as much. I don't know. I don't know why. Like
1: I had cinema passes then, so <laughs> I definitely would have seen it. I think.
0: it well, a... was born
1: in like the December '99, so we we would we would have seen it. We we meantime go see all, all all films and cartoons especially as well. Yeah. So and we definitely would. Yeah, you know, we I definitely had the the DVD and watched it again as well with the with the kids
0: because I'm, I'm trying to think where I watched it I can't like I, I remember watching it but I've, I've got recollections of a bit part watching it over the years now, when you, you've been in somewhere and it's been on or yeah. it's been on BBC or whatever it's terrestrial TV and you sort of have watched it so it was really enjoyable to and watch the whole film again and again. Right, right uh, where can you watch The Iron Giant?
1: So I couldn't find anywhere you could watch it for free Boom. Um, but for less than well, less than £4, you can get it on Google, you can get it on Amazon, and you can watch it on YouTube as well. I'm
0: sure as well you can go to, what's that shop thinking of my 2nd DVD? Oh, Sea Exchange. Yeah, you better reckon you'd well get in there for a couple of quid. <laughs> you still be... got a DVD player, It yeah. would be, yeah, actually, yeah. Do people still have DVDs? Must do.
1: I've got an old laptop, so that's got to do. I not a DVD, I DVD. Even, I I, a DVD I have, player. No,
0: I've, I'm just... I haven't got a DVD player. I've got no no way... If I had a DVD, I wouldn't even be able to play
1: it. Kenny wouldn't even know what it was. Oh.
0: Kenny. <laughs> Youngsters. So, mystery box question. Okay. Do you want to dip yep. your hands? I've
1: no idea what this is, by the way.
0: Pass it over. There you go. Okay. Right. The question, Dave, the mystery question this week is... Okay. Add a character from one of our other episodes into the story. Okay, from any episode? Of of our episodes, yeah.
1: From any episodes. Oh, that's a really good question. So what have we done? Um, not, no, so I'm going to reel a few off. No one from LA Confidential. <laughs> <I'm> gonna, <laughs> you know I'm going to put in? And do you know what? I know no, I'm going to put in. I've LA decided.
0: Confidential
1: is the same era as well, isn't it? It is, yeah. But I'm putting Moss in from the IT crowd. Oh
0: my god. What would Moss be? Would he be like would he be like
1: Moss would work with the government trying to track down the Iron Giants? But he'd be would be, be but he would help out in the end. Yeah. So Moss would be the computer nerd. Yeah, but
0: nineteen fifties didn't have computers. Okay, he
1: would be the nerd. But the, he'd be like, the, yeah, yeah, some you know sort
0: I mean? of scientist or something yeah. like that. He would be, do you know where he'd be the one following the army, going, well, actually, I've been, I've been analysing, and, and, and I think it's, 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 it could be X one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd we. be the
1: one that sort of convinces them maybe it it is an alien, and maybe he's part of it. Maybe he helps them when the, when Dean's trying to explain that if you attack the Iron Giants, he's going to attack you back. Maybe he's the scientist that goes, Dean's right, we need to stop. Yeah, that's a good show. So I'm putting Moss in.
0: You're putting Moss in. Yeah. Well, I feel like I have to answer it as well. Uh,
1: I don't know. Like you can't that. say Paddington. I was going to say, <laughs> I was literally going to say Paddington. You just want to put Paddington in everything. I think...
0: Do you know what? Maybe... I'm going to cause uproar here. The crew of Serenity turn up and go, He's, we were looking for him as a job.
1: Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. And they take him back. Yeah. That's a good shout. Yeah. I like that, yeah. Literally. Um, And another thing as well, Um, just with you saying Serenity, this is another link then, isn't it? Because have you seen Ready Player One?
0: I I couldn't watch it. It's I was, amazing. I, I, so I when like, did play uh, one of the
1: Spielberg film The Iron Giant in it and The Ship from Serenity.
0: Oh, did I say there is oh, So we've already... <laughs> see, I've got to be honest as well. It reminded me, I've just watched everything.
1: Everywhere oh, all at once.
0: And it was a bit like... I, it was similar to that. It was just so like... I was like, but I didn't...
1: No, it didn't resonate with no, you know? No, Did, didn't it didn't
0: connect either of them. And I thought both of them films were similar, and the fact it was just like so many things were like almost like. And it's just been like, I don't know. See, whereas literally the night before I watched The While with Brendan Fraser.
1: Oh, that's one extreme to another.
0: Like, that stayed with me, so I don't know.
1: Yeah. Probably should have watched it in reverse order. <laughs>
0: maybe, yeah, maybe. So anyway, just finish off, uh, we always say, well, if you like the Iron Giant, what else would you like? Straight away, I'm going to put out there pretty much anything from Studio Ghibli. Uh, but, p- Ghibli. Ghibli, Ghibli. <laughs> Start again. Ghiblets. <laughs> no, i going to leave it. In. I'm terrible at <laughs> pronouncing it. We're getting worse, and No, a no, it's Studio Ghibli, Ghibli. I like Ghibli. I'm going to set up my own studio. Lovely Ghibli. I'm going to, I'm going to <laughs> Studio Lovely Ghibli. <laughs> studio Ghibli. Um, straight away, Ponyo with mm-hmm. a little kid befriends something like out of this world, blah, 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 And Howl's Moving Castle is also a bit
1: similar. Um, so I'm, they're my two. Um, I've got a few. Um, one I'm going to sneak in is purely just because it's in one of the, on the episodes in Ted Lasso. They make the team watch Iron Giant, and um, the beard says, "Just like, you know, we they, they're not interest first. In we just going come back in like seventy minutes or something, and they're all crying." <laughs> so just watch just that. Just sleep. watch that episode so of Ted Lasso. Um, I've gone with the ro- bit of a robot theme, so um, well, robot slash alien slash child theme. Flight of the Navigator.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Um, one of our like childhood movies, Short Circuit. Yeah. I think that's obvious as well. Yeah. Um bit more modern. Real Steel with Hugh Jackman. Have you seen that? Oh, I haven't seen no one yet though. That's really good. Sean Levy directed that who's doing the new Deadpool film with Hugh Jackman and uh, Ryan Reynolds. But Real Steel's really good. Uh obviously Wally Yeah. You know, Wally's great. Um Terminator Two. Oh the whole yeah. relationship way yes. old because obviously Arnie's yeah, the yeah, the, yeah. the good guy in that one. Um I've gone with Bumblebee, the Transformers which is
0: off. by far the best Transformers film by a mile oh, it, to be fair
1: not that hard to no, it, it, it's, it's not a high bar really <laughs> yeah. is it? Um, I think Bumblebee is a great film oh yeah. I,
0: we went we we saw it in the fact in that weird room downstairs on them boxes the do box, you remember yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I, like, I love Bumblebee loved but, it yeah loved it. it's got the same sort of definitely, feel as the Iron Giant as well as yeah. my, uh, big hero 6 yes there's a big Hero 6 um, series on Disney at the minute, um, like a spin-off from the film. If you haven't seen it as well, I really enjoyed it. And again, this relationship between a, a you know a boy and a robot. Um, the updated version of Lost in Space, that's on Netflix now. Um, oh. I think there's only three seasons, but that, that's a really good series and definitely worth, worth a watch. Who's um, I don't think there's anyone massively famous. I, I, I can't remember his name now. There's a British actor who was in... He played a bad guy in one of the Pierce Brosnan Bond films, and his name's totally slipped my mind. But um, am I am I it's making it's this?
0: But did what's his name? He, he was in Friends, played Joey. Was he in
1: that? Was Lost in Space a movie? That was a movie, yeah, which was a flop. Yes, and he's a flop. That's not worth watching. <laughs> okay, so that is that is a flop. that's a, a flop. It, it's it's got. Uh, Gary Oldman's in it.
0: That's why I asked you about the Netflix one. Yeah, but they Heather, Graham,
1: Heather Graham's in it, um Matt LeBlanc, Gary Oldman, you, you think Surefire hit. Yeah. Well it, it's But again, it's one of them. You you will find things in it that you'll like, but overall it's that's not a great film. But the the updated Netflix version, the three series is really okay. is really worth a watch. Um I picked a film that came out just last year. Um with David Earle who was in Ricky Gervais's afterlife, Brian and Charles.
0: That's ah, right. It was one of the ones you picked for the in the twenty twenty two review, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I yeah. love
1: I love Brian and Charles. Um if you if you if you haven't seen it or heard of it, listen, it's about a guy who kind of lives on a farm on his own and uh, builds a robot, um, who becomes like his friend. That's really good. Um another similar one, Robot and Frank with Frank Langella. Have you ever seen that? No. That's a really good film. Uh, Finch with Tom Hanks, which came out. I haven't seen it. Last year before. That's again, uh, you know, that's the man and his robot. Um and then my last two then, to to round off, I've said it before, but Give Tomorrowland a go, directed by Brad Bird, Starring George Clooney. Um I think I think it's a really underrated film. Um and then lastly, if you love Jennifer Aniston, she is great in 30 Rock. So you should watch 30 Rock.
0: <laughs> well played, Dave. Well played. OK, that was Dave's Choice, The Iron Giant. Watch it if you can.
1: Follow us on Instagram at watch underscore it underscore podcast or on Twitter at watch underscore it underscore pod.
0: Join us for all our previous episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Podbean and Amazon Music.